Section 4 of Harper's Young People, Volume 1, Issue 21, March 23, 1880. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Harper's Young People, Volume 1, Issue 21, March 23, 1880. Children's Sayings Georgie was a sharp-eyed little fellow, still in frocks who saw everything and blurted right out what he thought of it. One morning, while he was playing with his toys at his mother's feet, a lady called, bringing with her one of the homeliest little pugnose pet dogs that ever lived. Georgie was all attention at once, and his eyes followed Pinky wherever he went. Presently, the little dog came and sat right down before him, and looking straight in his face, wagged his tail and seemed delighted to see him. Georgie stared at him for a while, and then looked up earnestly into the lady's face, then at the dog, and then at the lady again, as if trying to make out a puzzle. Finally, when he had settled it, out it came. Mama, he asked, hasn't Mrs. Donson dot a nose just like Pinky's? And the worst of it was that it was true. Mama tried to smooth the matter over, but Mrs. Johnson never forgave Georgie. Everybody has heard of the little girl who, on being asked after her first visit to an Episcopal church how she liked the service, replied that it was all very nice, only the man preached in his shirt sleeves. That story may or may not be true, but it is true that a little girl in New Jersey said on a similar occasion, Oh, Mama, the minister had on a long white apron to keep his clothes clean. Another young churchgoer, the daughter of a well-known Baptist clergyman in Brooklyn, who was a critic in her way, and who had a faint suspicion that anecdotes generally were made up for the occasion, went one day with her father to hear his Thanksgiving sermon. He told a melting story about his poor blind brother, who notwithstanding his infirmity, was always cheerful and happy. The audience was deeply impressed, and many, including the speaker himself, were moved to tears. On her return home, Mary, we will call her, said with deep earnestness, Papa, when you were telling that about Uncle Nat this morning, did you say the real truth, or were you only preaching? A four-year-old Sunday school girl did the best she could with a question that was asked of the infant class. Said the teacher, reading from Isaiah 37, chapter 1, And it came to pass, when King Hezekiah heard it, that he rent his clothes. Now, what does that mean, children? He rent his clothes. Up went a little hand. Well, if you know, tell us. Please, ma'am, said the child timidly. I suppose he hired him out. This is an actual fact, and the name of the town where it occurred begins with M. A pretty anecdote is told of a little girl to whom the unseen world is very real. Where does God live, Mama? she asked one evening after saying her prayers. He lives in heaven, my dear, in the celestial city, whose streets are paved with gold. Oh, yes, I know that, Mama, she said with great solemnity. But what's his number? Doubtless, she expected to go there one day and wanted to make sure of finding the way. How does the Lord make cats? asked an inquisitive little fellow, who was always trying to find out the whys and wherefores of things. Does he make the cats first, 
and sew the tails on, or does he make the tails first and sew the cats on? Every clergyman who comes to the house is asked the same question, but no satisfactory reply has yet been given. He threatens now that unless he finds out very soon, he will take his favorite Topsy all to pieces and see for himself. A little girl in Oil City is just recovering from a severe attack of scarlet fever. During her illness, she has been greatly petted by her indulgent parents, who bought her any number of toys and nice things. A few days ago, as she was sitting up, she said, Mama, I believe I'll ask Papa to buy me a baby carriage for my doll. The brother, a precocious youngster of only six years of age, spoke up at once and said, I would advise you strike him for it right away then. You won't get it when you get well. A little girl went timidly into a store at Bel Air, Ohio the other morning and asked the clerk how many shoestrings she could get for five cents. How long do you want them, he asked. I want to keep them, was the answer, in a tone of slight surprise. It was just after Christmas, and Kenneth's mind was full of the story of the babe who was born at Bethlehem. When, therefore, he was taken into Mama's room to see his new little brother, he looked with wonder at the dainty cradle trimmed with lace and ribbons wherein the baby lie, and asked in an awed whisper, Mama, is that a manger? A neighbor asked a little girl the other day if her father wasn't one of the pillars of the Miamis M.E. Church. No, indeed, she warmly replied. They don't have any pillows there. I should like to know. When in budding trees, bluebirds sweetly sing, and the pretty early flowers come to welcome spring. No more cold, we think. No more sleety rain. But sometimes old winter turns mocking back again. Then the bluebirds hide, and the buds stand still and the flowers droop and shrink with a sudden chill, and the young vines stop growing in the wood, waiting patiently till he is gone for good. But when some fine night, in a friendly throng, from the swampy places where they have slept so long, hop the frogs and all loudly croak together, then there will be, we are sure, no more wintry weather. And the birds rejoice, and the buds unfold, and the sun upon the grass lies in bars of gold. Now I'd like to know, for it's surely so, how, when spring is really here, frog folks chance to know. End of section four.